and Onia. I was Danish. I was O'Neill. So I can tell you how they both feel. It's a free podcast, so it's a fucking good deal. They are calling it Danish, Danish and O'Neill. 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 I feel guilty after masturbating. <laughs> Little James Painter to ring in the episode. What's up, all you sack suckers? It's a creative oh, cursing. It's made dude. a comeback. Is it its anniversary? Uh, I don't know. I just saw it on the Wait. bookshelf, and I said, why not? <laughs> bring it on over. Why not dust it off and bring it out? <laughs> this Fuck is yeah. Danish and O'Neill, as Bushman said. <laughs> Danish. How's everybody doing out there? I think they're good. I think they're doing real well. By a round of applause. <laughs> if you're at your office or... We'll splice it in later, like James Painter's uh, laughter yeah. on that. On that fucking... <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, the old joke CD. Boy, uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very coarse. This is... I like this one. They're through. They're done. <laughs> So, uh, so some of the most, since Bobcat Goldthwait, some of the most diverse uh, tones and oh, sw- very, voice switches yeah. oh. uh, that you could ever see. <laughs> Let's do some uh, some quick butt plugs off the top. If you're in the New York area, check us out at the Bell House with Ari yeah. Shafir. The traitor, the piece of shit Ari Shafir, the man who is just... He's mad that he is not an MMA fighter. But this could be your chance at revenge as we do a live reading of Ari's famed script shooter that he wrote while studying at the University of Maryland. It's a highly acclaimed script. Bidding war is still going on for it. Uh, It's so avant-garde that he wrote it in uh, Microsoft Word as opposed to a screenwriting software. Uh, so yeah, so if you're in the New York area, we'll be there November 11th. Uh, what time did he say? Or do you, is there no time uh, yet? No time yet. I don't okay. even. Tickets aren't on sale, but we'll keep you posted. Just, TBD. Just know that. Put the, just save, get ready for it. Save the date. Yeah, it's we'll gonna see. be a fucking barn burner <laughs> shredding this script. <laughs> I, he's going to get some uh, big names to come in and read. So uh, he says. Last I heard, Steven Seagal was uh, in That'd talks. Be great. Uh, John Leguizamo, they're going to be reunited. They don't Could get along. We, dude, he may be able to. Can we hit Jean-Claude Van Damme to be shooter? <laughs> That'd be tremendous if it could happen. I'd love to see like Beetlejuice from Stern with a cameo. Yeah. Did you know that uh, uh, Yucko the Clown is the guy that created that new Netflix show, uh, Paradise PD. What? Him and his buddy. Yeah. Yucko the Clown is legit he's, credits. He was, dude, he created that Brickleberry show. He with, did? With uh, Tosh. I didn't know I, that. I didn't either. Dude, I, I saw that they were, you know, they were promoting it. Does he always so, dress like he goes to meetings? Like that? I go, what else has this guy done? And then I looked at what he's been on. I go, wait, this guy's Yucko the Clown. I had no idea. I don't think I'd even know anything he looks like out of makeup. Uh, no, you wouldn't at all. Like, normal looking dude. Like, just. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And those guys had a show on MTV too, I guess. So he's like, been Yucko around. the Clown. 
I guess it was the highest rated show on MTV2, but they couldn't get sponsors to touch it, so there was no season two. I, wonder, I, like, I really went deep on this fucking... Because I go, a member of Stern's Whack Pack is now the creator of a fucking animated show on Netflix. Do you think Netflix even knows that he's Yucko the Clown? <laughs> no, they I bet you they don't. don't. I bet you they don't. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a crazy Clark Kent Superman alter ego that no one has any yeah. idea. Wow. Yeah, it, it was a real like it's uh, an eye opener. It took me like I, I had to go down the hole for like two hours because it's hard for me to wrap my head around that that guy. I, I mean, it's a great character that he was doing. I had no idea that that guy was like a normal guy. No, neither did I. I mean, he would like grab women's tits on the street, which by the way would not fly now. Allegedly. I saw videos of it. <laughs> the shit that they were playing on Stern. Uh, also, if you're in the Arizona area, we'll be at the All Things Comedy Festival. Looks like that's going to be a go. The uh, 26th and 27th. Yeah, so if you uh, if you want to come out, a lot of you came out last year. It was great yeah. meeting you. Even uh, the great white bread. Had, William? Headed over the white, the, the white, the border. To see us from Canada. Wait, oh, you came from Canada. I thought it was from coming from Mexico. I may be. I'm now from the you uh, may have Mounties. Flown Canada to Mexico to Arizona. The only way to get into this country anymore. That's true. Uh, yes, we'll be there. We don't know. One of those nights we're doing a live podcast. So. Adam Carolla will be there, so he might be doing our podcast. We're is, in talks. Is he really? He is going to be there. What's he What's he going there for? There's a lot of uh, non-all-things-comedy talent. <laughs> is it, is it like, <laughs> it's turning into the non-all-things-comedy like last year. <laughs> no, it's gotten a little different. Uh, is Doug Stanhope going to be urinating on people? I have not seen that yet, but I don't know. I hope he's back. I hope I so, too. Him, I can see him be like, no. Took too much out of me. Yeah, I can't, can't do it. Uh, so, wait. what's Adam, So, Adam Carolla's going to do a fucking podcast? I don't know if he's doing a podcast or right, doing... Right. I don't know what he's doing. I just saw the announcement. Never met him. No. Uh, we're going to do some car talk. Me neither. Uh, happy belated birthday to Jordan. I've been meaning to say that. Sorry that uh, I kind of got lost in the shuffle. Hope you had a good birthday. Sometimes it happens. All your dreams come true. Real quick, let me do this, then we'll get to that... Uh, that other important piece of business. This is an important piece of business as well. So Courtney was at the comedy store. I was telling you off air before. Yeah. She was working a show for the great Samuel Tripoli. Huh? Comedy fucking chaos. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Punch drunk sports. One of the top conspiracy podcast now. Samuel L. Tripoli. Uh, And so she's there and uh, well-known, homeless, Piece of shit. Boon Shakalaka approaches her. Oh, oh, oh. What's your baby's name? And I was like, you didn't tell him, did you? And she's like, yeah. You tell him, uh, I go, you tell him, you tell him to fuck or fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. So she says the name. He's like, oh, oh, I don't like that name. And so then, if that's not bad enough that this guy can approach normal civilians and give his opinion, he says, oh, oh, I, I remember when you used to be thin. Ooh. What? She's she goes, super thin now. And she's like, yeah, I had a baby. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I know. You By the way, she is thin. Yeah, she looks great. And he's like, oh, oh, you used to be slender. What? So I am, ca- I am calling for the banning of Boot Shakalaka. I want the hashtag at the at the comedy store. Dude, you, no, you, you have no power, dude. Hashtag, this guy has been turned into a legend. He's ironclad. Dude, he's a legend now. He sexually harassed me for years. I brought it to management. Not a goddamn oh, thing was I, done. But the guy I, said to my face, oh, you want to suck my dick about over a thousand times. Dude, how about this? Every time he sees me, 
No matter how packed the hallway is, he screams down the hall, I did not rape those boys. I did not rape Tony Click Clack. I did not rape. He's going, and people are like, wait, is this guy serious? This guy, is, is he being accused of rape? Like, wait, roll off the red carpet. Here comes a, a, a guy who doesn't do anything to help this place at all. Too ever. late, dude. Too late. He, you know why? Eats the free food. Yeah, but we did this. How did we do this? By talking about him, all the younger comedians that came up heard and almost put him on a pedestal. He's a piece of garbage. This guy became a martyr, dude, and now... He needs to be taken out. He's a legend. Now people are like, oh, that's Boone. We I've seen people, like audience members, I've seen Tebow interacting with them, and, and I've heard people go, is that Boone? Is that Boone Chakalaka? We need to find a homeless man, bring him up from a young pup, and have him take Boone out. <laughs> like Only one man can be left standing. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Boone's scrappy. I want a hashtag at the comedy store. You tweet him, hashtag ban Boone and hashtag Boone the body shamer. I want this guy gone. Dude. You piece he, of shit, I got, Boone. I got news for you. He's Steven Seagal. He's above the law. Just because you have AIDS and you smoke crack. Hey, but allegedly. Alleg- both alleged. We don't well, want to get sued by Boone. I don't know if any of that's true. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So, uh, yeah, she had that pleasant experience of being... Uh, by boot dude he, he's his power is growing i'm telling you he's running down the hallway oh, you go to talking any, about oh you cock blocker oh I, I did not rape those boys you go to <laughs> any comedy store event who's eating the free food always any buffet there he'll be he'll be there eating doesn't matter he's getting free drinks yeah free he sell everything. they let him sell his stolen goods there so allegedly wares Allegedly, I remember he stole was it David Taylor's computer or phone? That's proven. And then <laughs> tried to sell out it, of his car. Tried to sell it back to but him. David Taylor's still friends with him. Here's the deal, Boone. That is my phone. Yeah, but David Taylor invited him to his house for a barbecue. And how'd that go? He stole books from him. Exactly. But still, probably would have him back next year. Now there are no more parties. People, I don't know. There's something about that place or the people that it attracts. They're very forgiving. Like, I, nobody holds a grudge. It's very odd. Or people just don't remember. If someone stole something out of my car, fuck you, dude. I would, you're dead to me. Every time you came by me, I would spit on you. Well, not to mention everything he sells there is, is somebody else's. So it's like, whether it's yours or some other guy's, you know, everything he get, gives or gets is stolen goods. I don't know. People forgive him. I, it's weird. It's like a few people there. Only people that don't like them are like you and I, and it'll be somebody like it'll be like a John Little and like somebody else, and everyone else is like, "What? Why are you guys mean to Boone? Boone's the fucking pits, okay? He brings nothing to the table. People try to compare Bushman to him. Apples and oranges. Bushman is a talented man. Bushman's a charismatic motherfucker. Oh, talented <laughs> motherfucker. Boone is a piece of shit, uncoachable, untrainable. Wait, thief. are you saying that Bushman's trainable and Not coachable? trainable, but like you can work with him. You, what you're saying, like you, you can you, have a conversation with him. The conversation and have him on a podcast and have it be funny and not just incoherent bullshit yeah, Boone is, and uh, gibberish. Boone won't won't speak to you like a, like a human. No, he speaks in riddles and fucking weird non sequiturs. I want him out. It's not going to happen. It's too late. They've let him it. stay along. Too. They've fed the, the he's homeless. He's a squatter. They fed the dog too long. It keeps on coming back. No, he's a squatter. John Sheezer had it right when he tried to murder him after we quit allegedly. the comedy state. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> he allegedly pushed him into tra- traffic. And luck have it, no cars were coming. I thought there was a car coming. It narrowly missed him. <laughs> well, that's too bad. <laughs> 
Wow. Anyway, I, that's, so there you that's go. not proven because yeah. what if somebody he's puts a job application in and they look at the name you're not the John Cheeser that's trying to murder a man are you? Uh, no basically basically like how long ago are you talking do you are you saying it like it's a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> basically are you pro or anti because if you're pro maybe anti definitely not basically if I say yes will that help me get this bomb ass <laughs> job <laughs> so uh, yeah so Boone still bringing you know comedy stores making more money than ever but still have the uh, the the riffraff the ultimate form of riffraff in a homeless man who I think rarely if ever does comedy there anymore in my knowledge Wait, did, what, did he ever he's I mean, the, the open, open mic, mic but I'm saying yeah, like no, I, mean, I don't even know if he does that much anymore now that they control who goes does up does he go up on Tuesday nights for the roast battle he still? might that's the night where they feed him alcohol and so if you go in if oh, you're a guy like me that's so when he's at his worst he's, yeah. he touches me that's uh, when he screams rape the loudest in the hallways yeah those nights he's uh, very ornery yeah but uh, yeah it's great if, if it were a, a male if it were a if you were a straight homeless man grabbing a woman's tits or saying "Let me eat your pussy," I think it'd be a little different. But hey, these are the times. Wait, who did that? I'm saying like he says to me, like, "Oh, I want to suck your dick." Oh, you're talking. If about he went it. up to a female yeah, comic, oh, yeah, and said, "I'm gonna eat, let me." Well, eat your why don't you meet to him, dude? I've tried. Why don't you hashtag <laughs> me to the comedy store, Boon Chakalaka? I should. <laughs> I don't think much will be done about it. I don't think you're not probably, you're probably gonna burn a bridge. Considering uh, I've said in front of staff members, I got I've gotten him in trouble numerous times, and he throws tantrums. Oh, oh, oh! Because he gets yelled at, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Old booner. There he goes. He's got a booner in his pants. Uh, let's talk about who. Let, let's talk UFC real quick yeah. because we have not brought this up, which we probably should have because it's someone that we're not huge fans of fighting he somebody proved us wrong many a times can he do it again or is is the luck of the irish finally up old mcgregor versus habib connie mack versus habib first of all who do you have i'm gonna say it's it's tough because i've picked against mcgregor so much and he's proven me wrong just about every time yeah but i think this is finally the fight where his weaknesses will be exposed i think habib is going to take it to the ground. I think Connie Mack is going to have trouble getting up. I uh, I don't want to, but I got McGregor. Really? You think he's just going to outstrike I, him? I just rewatched uh, Michael Johnson versus Habib, and uh, I know it was a couple years ago, but Michael jo- McGregor's light years better than uh, Michael Johnson at striking. And Michael Johnson's no slouch, but dude, he tagged him, and Habib was wobbled, and I I, I think if McGregor tags him. I think he could. I think he's gonna end it in the first or second round on the feet. And McGregor, like he's a fucking animal, man. He's he's working on some sort of game plan for that wrestling. Habib's own coach uh, said he thinks McGregor is the best hands and the best boxing in MMA. But Habib and, also though is with AKA now. Uh, you know they've made some champs. Yeah. Uh, so that could that could affect things, but I think also he didn't finish uh, old Al uh, Quinta. I I think though that fight he was like we said just trying. He's like just trying when to win else on can points. you when else can you try some to get better in yeah, a fight? He's but like, still, that guy was number ranked like twelfth. Like you should have plowed through that guy. Yeah, I think though if he without had, a doubt, I think if he had stuck to what he wanted to do, he would have. But he's just like even just like clowning him. around, he should have plowed through him. Technically. I think I think Khabib's. I just see ground and pound. I think he's going to get him down. I think he's going to get him down. But I think it starts on the feet. 
Yeah, of course. And if he gets, I, I, mean, I don't know, he gets hit by something. It's the classic striker versus grappler matchup. Yeah, but I think you're going to see a fucking. Ins- also, let's consider McGregor. Like we haven't seen his, we haven't seen his striking since he fucking went boxing. That's true. Will he be That's rusty though? Crazy. You have to take that. He's been a while. I don't know, but he also. Was it a year ago? I mean, a year ago he fought in like arguably one of the biggest fights in the world ever. I mean, we've seen him most recently. He's one and zero against uh, transportation vehicles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a large transport. He's one and zero. He beat a bus. He, I mean, you got to put that. You should put that on his record. <laughs> that's true. No, I don't think anyone else in the UFC has fought a vehicle. If they have, I don't Maybe know. Take Abbott, dude. <laughs> he was a vehicle. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want McGregor, but. I, I watched that fight, and fuck, dude. I mean, I'd say Michael Johnson's probably one of the better strikers that he's faced. And, uh, I mean, he wobbled him. As of now, uh, Habib's the slight favorite. Uh, McGregor is the underdog, I think, for the first time in a, in a long while. Well, that's, is McGregor bigger than him, you think? Uh, weight-wise? Just overall. Like, we mu- stronger, bigger. He, mm. might, he might be. Maybe a little. Well, he probably weighs at one seventy when I mean, he comes in. He beaves a pretty big, pretty I mean, solid. McGregor looked like a fucking. He looked like Skeletor when he came in at forty five. Yeah, he was very drawn. So even fifty five. They're fighting at fifty five, right? Yeah, this is for the fifty five. And he hasn't cut to that in a long time too. So could that be a factor? Yeah, but I think fifty five is his weight class. I, I, he's too small for seventy. Yeah, and forty five's fucking. He's too big for 45. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I'm definitely rooting for Habib. Uh, I want Habib, but I just think McGregor now, Yeah, I don't know. Unless he, I think the only way Habib has a chance is if he just works head movement. Like weird angles when he's going in for a double leg. I think if Habib beats him, it's going to be in spectacular fashion and it could be the beginning of a Ronda Rousey downfall. For Connie, because it could be an overwhelming defeat. I don't know, but he's law. He lost to Diaz, literally on a you know ten day notice. Yeah. So I, I, I think he. I don't think he'll retire if he loses, but it it could, it could either way. But hey, also if you uh, if you guys want to bet on that fucking fight, make it a little more. If say you're not you know a hundred percent into it, you can always put some money down, make it a little more interesting. I'm put my hundred on McGregor. We're going to bet DSI. We're going to use that DL 101 promo code, yeah. put some cash down. I'm going to put some cash down on Habib. So we just gave you could go with O'Neal. You could go with me. <laughs> By the way, we, if we you go you with O'Neal, remember, you did lose somebody last time. But maybe this is your chance to win it all back. So uh, support us. Support bet DSI and uh, make some money on this fight. You're either Team O'Neal or you're Team Danish. Yeah. And either way. <laughs> and I, I hope I'm secretly Team Danish. But... <laughs> Just what I've been what I've been watching just tells me I should go McGregor for money purposes. So yeah, put some money on that fight. Use the promo code; it helps us out. Do one hundred one. Do one hundred one. If you're not into MMA, check out football is going crazy right now. There's yeah. college football, baseball. I don't know if anyone even bets on baseball. I'm sure somebody does. And if shows WNBA the, finals are over, so you missed that bus. If the uh, if the Emmys get your fucking panties wet, sure. Yeah, put some money on them. <laughs> uh, or uh, you want to know? 
You want to bet on who's going to win the fucking Bachelor? Do they still do that shit? Probably. Do they still do Survivor? You want to bet on if Brandon Dassey gets out of prison? <laughs> oh, dude, they should put that on the fucking line. It'd be, I, be I the bet. longest ever bet. <laughs> yeah, but imagine what the odds are. Yeah, the odds are probably crazy. They might crazy. pay a fucking crazy amount. <laughs> dude, if they could get da- the Dassey release, that'd be fucking amazing. So check out Bet This Eye. You can use it on your phone. Easier than ever. Get on do there. D- D-O-101. Yeah, do it. There you go. Um, is there is there anybody else good on that card? There, uh, Sergio Pettis versus. Uh, I just looked at it. Who's he oh, fighting? Ferguson's fighting. Yeah, another Sir, Sir, uh, Sergio Pettis. Really? For, yeah. Not Sergio or Ferguson. Uh, uh, Ferguson. What's the? What, the two he pe- was just in line for like a title shot. Yeah, but he burnt, tore his knee up. I know, but it's tripping. Sergio Pettis. Uh, rank that is high? Is it Sergio, the brother? Who's the other yeah, guy? Yeah, Sergio. Then Anthony. No, Wait. he's fighting Anthony. Oh, I, I was going to say, I didn't. I misspoke. Sergio's like a 35er. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I messed that up. I don't know. Uh, Either way, I got to check bl- that card out. The Black Beast is on that card fighting. Uh, oh, I love the Black Beast. Is Nic- his back feeling better? Fighting Nikolai Volkov. No, <laughs> some guy named something Volkov. I think he was actually pretty good. I don't know how his back's feeling. It depends on how much fuck action he's doing lately. <laughs> Hot fuck action to the max. You never know. Uh, saw a dude holding a parrot on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm a magnet for parrot people. Yeah. You got, a real, you got a real eye for those. Can't get away from them. And I also was driving uh, around Santa Monica and Doheny. And uh, famous, not famous, but one of the best customers from our old grocery delivery. The, all those places have been destroyed. So this guy's hair, hair salon is out. Oh. I'll call him Teddy. Oh, I know you're talking about. All those uh, ground floor on Santa Monica, if you're in the LA area, Santa Monica, Doheny are all wiped out. Really? Across from the Troubadour. Dude, what are they, building another mega fucking apartment complex? I don't know. Who the fuck is moving to this shithole, by the way? It's, I'm uh, looking to get the fuck out of here. There's I mean, it's, These buildings are insanely huge. They just don't stop building in LA. Dude, we're going to run out of fucking water, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you're all going to be fucked. Yeah, that guy, the old hairdresser who's the biggest asshole... Biggest we, we, asshole. We not speak to you, he was an asshole with a big heart. <laughs> what was his heart? You didn't think he had a good heart, Teddy? Are you talking no, about not, not the Asian? Oh, I'm talking about the Asian. No, I'm talking dude. about a man. I'm oh, a, yeah. an alien. Oh, you're talking about no, Ed. that guy's a piece of <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy because oh, that guy's name was Teddy. No, I know, but I'm saying no. I'm, 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 you're no. totally misleading me. No. Two hairdressers, <laughs> both on Santa Monica. No, yeah, okay. I apologize. I thought you got what I was. Oh, that out guy there. was great, dude. Come to the yeah. I felt I felt horrible when I saw it because he was an older gentleman. Uh, said he was going to work until he couldn't yeah, work. He anymore. might be dead. He could be. He was. He always. He seemed like he was uh, ready to go. Paint like, a picture for you. He had a beautiful. Uh, silver mullet, like a look like an old magician. That wasn't a mullet because that was long all over. That was just like it was a, like, it was a like a long pompadour. It was like a nice bouffant. He loved Frank Sinatra really more than anything. Yeah, <laughs> he could talk to you. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. He hated wearing a t-shirt. He would wear any shirt, an unbuttoned shirt or no shirt. Unbuttoned Usually shirt no down shirt. to the navel. Uh, if he had it, no sh- no shirt a lot too. Always invite you in. Invite you in. I could never tell if he was gay. It speculated that he might be. I think he may have been. Definitely I don't know. Kissed me on the cheek once, but yeah. I thought it was like an Italian East Coast thing. He used but to I couldn't tell. Tell he used to talk about he would use the word pussy a lot, almost like that was his opening line almost in every delivery. But it was a weird way as like an older guy who was 
who was like shamed if he ever came out of the closet. Yeah. The way that he when he was like guys old, talk. He was an old school like East Coast yeah. mentality. And he had too. a cat. He'd be like, "It's the only fucking pussy I get these days." Always the opener. And oh. then <laughs> he would say stuff about your dick. He would sometimes say, make references. Didn't to your he cock. tell you to get in there? Get in here. What are you circumcised? Too tight? You yeah, piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he would uh, really roast you hard. But by the end of it, would make himself so emotional cry. with deep messages that he would start crying. I feel like every time I went there, some member of his family just died and he would be fucking bawling. Well, his pet, uh, his cat was oh, yeah, dying was for a long for while. cancer. And he would get uh, drunk and he would just start weeping. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a fucking pussy about it. But you get so attached to these things. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he wants... Uh, what happened? So, oh, he opened the door before I even like got anywhere near the stairs. And I was like, whoa, you were ready. He's like, are you kidding me? I got ears like an owl's cunt. <laughs> and to this day, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it was a class. It was a class act. Every time, no matter what he said to you, he'd be like, you piece of shit. Yeah, you look at you. Get the you fuck f- out of here. I love you. And then he'd say... Say hello to your family. That's all you yeah. got in this world is your family. He told me I'd give anything to see my mother and father one more day, and he started fucking weeping. Was like, okay. Dude, I would say 30 to 40% of the time he would cry by the end of the transaction. And you're, and you're like, just delivering groceries, by the way. And you're, There's like no fucking reason why you should be crying every, um, every other time. And you're like, do I, do I tip this? Do I yeah, hug him? Do I... You're just like, oh, you know, your cat's going to make You think so? Yeah, it'll be okay. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he would give away. Be, he, the guy was like 5'3". Oh, Chris, you know what he, he would give you? He would give you like $3. He goes, fuck it, I had a good day today. And Get a give fin. You, yeah, Take yeah. a fin. <laughs> He's, it'll come back to me tomorrow. He's, he wants Which I find to, it hard to believe because I don't remember anybody ever being in that hair salon. He was, I went there once because he would order at the salon as well. We would oh, go he to had a crew home. in there. He had a crew of just people though, like old seniors who would just sit there and talk to him. It was like the rat pack. <laughs> it, was like, sad. It, was like, it was like the sad pack. Like elderly transients. He once said to me, you know what? Fuck it. You take my shirt. And he was like five two. I go. I don't think we wore this. I don't think we wear the same size. Don't be a smart ass. It's <laughs> like okay. <laughs> he guy. was one of a kind. He, I hope he's still alive. Real gem. His uh, his salon has been shut down. Regardless. I think that may have been the. You think that might have been the end. That's it for him. Yeah. The cat died. They tore down his salon. He's got nothing. He once told me in, in one of his end of the delivery. Let me get real and, and start crying moments. My daughter won't even fucking talk to me. Oh, yeah. I heard about the daughter. Uh, I heard about the daughter. Sorry to hear that. I think one time he may have called her a bitch. And he's like, I'm, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, to you? Yeah. You're like, hey, I don't know her. Uh, Maybe yeah. she is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she could be a bitch. I don't know. Yeah, I, what, sure. Get in here, you piece of shit. Yeah, so uh, I was sad to see that. Yeah, I think he's dead. I think that I don't think his his frail body could withstand the uh, emotional trauma. Of what did he drink? Salon. He was a vodka man, wasn't he? Is that what he would drink? Uh, he'd get wine too. Saturdays. He had a bunch of shit. I mean, it was pretty sad. Pretty sad to stab. Like his apartment, everything. It was all pretty fucking sad. Well, and he was like, it looked like being in a, like a like there was a place in my town called Tony's, and his apartment looked like that. 
Like it had just a great old school decor to it, like very Midwestern looking. He was up I there in age it. to be still like working. I mean, but we remember we would drive by and it'd be All like had was noon that and hair. that place would be shut down. He would close early too. Yeah, like 11. Yeah. Like, wait, what? No so one. It was slow today. I closed down. I go, who's coming off the street to get haircut by you? <laughs> I bet like what if there's like one like well like Russell Crowe's where he would get his haircut. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's keeping like, him in business. He's like fuck. It. And then one day he's like, ah, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> Sorry guys, yeah. it's over. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I'm you going to super fuck. I'm going to super cut. You piece of shit. <laughs> Imagine the hubbub of a huge name celebrity went into a super only cut. goes to supercuts. Yeah, like I'm I'm a supercuts guy through and through. I'll tell you what, it's a great endorsement deal if somebody's looking for one. My old man's a supercuts man. Is he? Yeah. What's he he wait, likes his that, sideburns well above his ear. Does he pick it right off the? Don't they have a menu? Uh, I think they only do like eight styles. <laughs> you want this, he, he this, might. this, or this? Speaking of my old man, my hometown was uh, international. Blew up. International news. There was uh, a ton of explosions there. Gas line went fucking haywire. Were your parents scared? Uh, oddly enough, my dad is very by the book. Uh, what does that mean? We also we call him worst case scenario sometimes because just he's very paranoid about. He's had multiple cars stolen, so you think like you, anything. He believes you should leave nothing in plain sight in your car. I 100% agree. But even if it's like something that's not no, like that I, crazy. I agree. You should have nothing visible. He's like, get that. what are you, what are you You're crazy? You're giving him an excuse. But uh, he, the, he, they were like, we're not evacuating. <laughs> like, it was weird. Because were houses blowing up around them? No. They're like, Did our they area see? seems fine. Oh, okay. So, But like, cops were saying like they wanted everyone. But it's a liability yeah. thing. Like We want everyone out. Didn't they evacuate 80,000 people? And uh, yeah, they called it like, well, at one point there was, I think, 30 fires plus in my town did at they, one time. Did, were they hearing things exploding? I don't think so. Catching no. fire? No. Yeah, so they were a little removed. I mean, my dad was lighting some farts on fire, but it was it had nothing to do with. Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. They just burned another house down. But uh, yeah, so pretty crazy. Uh, I guess the governor called it a state of emergency. The and, governor. And uh, the city next to me, which is pretty rough and tumble, a city called Lawrence, because uh, they turned all the power off, I guess that was. Uh, I can see those people being like, "Fuck you!" Well, they, start, they started looting, like there was like, yeah. some rioting. So they were sending in Boston cops the to worst that thing place. Yeah, so it was just like a real, that. Play, that gas company is going to get a hell of a fucking lawsuit. Yeah, probably not. These fucking people are all above the law. I guess uh, Boone may work for them. You know, the gas companies out here—they've passed the bill. Like when they, when they're electric company, when. Uh, they accidentally set a forest fire, then they can raise your rates to pay for the fines to pay for the fucking forest fire. Jesus. So, I yeah, guess, they're probably just, uh, they'll pass that on to you, to the customer. Shockingly, uh, only one dead, which you would think would be more. I know. Uh, it looked like just fucking houses were just burning everywhere. But uh, a lot injured, I think, like, I don't know the final number, but a lot of people were going to the hot smoke inhalate, you know, the usual. Yeah. But uh, also the hurricane. Hope everyone's okay on the East Coast. Dude, did you see that video of the reporter who was like leaning into the wind? No, I heard about it. People oh, were like dude, easily walking it by. It is hilarious. He's like, he's bracing himself in the wind. And you see two guys just nonchalantly just walking in shorts. Not, not slowly, like not even being moved at all. But maybe their so, power is so crazy. Yeah. You think they got chi balls around them? They could. It could, it could, could have been be, Dillman's they boys. Could be Dillman graduates. Could be Dillman's sons. They could be Bill Dillman Jr. and uh, Philip Dill, Phil Dillman. You know what you do when you're walking through a hurricane? Put your tongue on the roof of your mouth, and you put your left, your big left toe, constantly 
and the push it under your shoe. Which is, uh, it'll probably hurt your toe, but it'll save your life. But you know, a hurricane won't affect you. That goes for really any dangerous situation. Someone shoots a gun at you, you put the big toe up on the shoe, bullet will go right off you. Secret I didn't tell you, when, when Lou was clipping me with those right hands, had my tongue on the roof of my mouth. He didn't know that. And it didn't, there's nothing, he couldn't do anything. <laughs> Speaking of that, he broke his hand. <laughs> Whoa. Speaking of the hurricane, old Jack Burton from the Pork Chop Express sent me this on Twitter. Uh, you know what old Jack Burton says I when do. it's raining and thundering and lightning. This is, uh, we're headed to Currituck. <laughs> the little old man, Wang? <laughs> Currituck County, North Carolina. And uh, Hurricane Florence was approaching. This is uh, before the storm. Okay. The uh, people were worried. What was the Corolla Wild Horse Fund going to do to save those horses? <laughs> Dude, true blue beach ponies everywhere. There's true blue beach ponies out there, and they can't fend for themselves That's when true. Hurricane Florence rears up <laughs> her ugly head. What does everyone do? Just get hop on one and ride it to freedom? So the Corolla, the Adam Corolla Wild Horse Fund, uh, was preparing its 18 rescued horses at its farm in Grandy to ride out the storm. Wait, so they I, captured these beasts? Yeah, they're wild. Wait, How are I they know, rescued? What are you doing? These are, those aren't true blue beach ponies. Also, can't those things just fucking... They, I think animals can survive way better than humans. And they've been around for 300 years. Yeah, they've seen a lot of fucking storms. They're like, we'll save you if, if you need it. But we're good. Being people, we're like, oh no, we, we know what's best for you. <laughs> Come into our farm so we can Keeping take photos of you. Species that shouldn't even be here alive. Uh, so according to the Corolla Wild Horse Fund... But how are they wild, though, if they're being put in barns? <laughs> they're not. The horses have lived on this barrier island for 500 years, and they are well-equipped to deal with rough weather. Wait, that was 300. It's, oh, I just said By the way, I think you're an asshole if you fucking give to this. And this <laughs> but there's, like, other organizations you really be contributing to. They know where to go to stay high and dry and are probably in better shape right now than most of us humans who are scrambling with final preparations. Wait, what? They're probably in better shape? <laughs> they are in much, they're much better off without any help from us. Anything we might do in the hopes of, in quotes, protecting them would probably end up being more dangerous and stressful for them under the st- than the storm. So what are they saying? They're just, we're not going to do anything but give us money so we can do nothing? Yeah, wait, is that what they're doing, asking for money? I don't know. They just said they're fine. Advance, this is the worst pledge drive I've ever heard in my life. Hey, give us some money, by the way. They're going to be fine. It says, uh, in advance of the storm, the horses will have shelter, but also the option to stay outside. They're not going to force them anywhere. They say in quotes, That's just, very, very humane of them. just like with the wild horses, their instincts will tell them where to go to be safe. The Crow of the Wild Horse Fund said in a Facebook post, we have a generator. We have filled up all our extra buckets and water troughs. Everyone will have emergency ID braided into their manes, and someone will be staying at the farm during the storm. <laughs> what? They're going to have emergency contact info braided hey, into their mane? Braid the emergency info into that fucking mane. What are I you doing? I hope the, every one of these people gets kicked in the face by these horses. <laughs> I hope the horses pull a practical joke and switch emergency contact info. Oh, they're like, hey, wait, <laughs> you're not Bruce. <laughs> Wait, where's the, where's the true blue beach pony? He's gone. He's dead, dude. He died. <laughs> uh, we believe that it is safer to shelter in place since the majority of the rescue horses are still very newly tamed, not used to being stalled. Oh, wait, they tamed them? And not used to being trailers. These guys, they ruined the fucking, they true. ruined these horses. Yeah, they're, they're not true blue anymore. Dude, we should start an anti. They only have 18, though, so there's still some wild okay. ones. Okay, but I, say, I still say that we should 
go started a group that's against them. <laughs> we want free free the wild horses. They should have the t- this is the tame horse fund. Those aren't wild horses. Yeah, dude, You're putting them in trailers. We should sue them for uh, false mis- advertising, yeah, misleading us. Because <laughs> uh, I gave them five thousand dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Use the code DO101. Donate to the Wild Horse Fund. <laughs> Imagine if they became a sponsor. <laughs> be like, don't listen to a couple episodes. Uh, wait, hold on. Before you go back, I got to erase a few things. You guys are going to love the show. But any episode that has the word horse in the title, uh, you may not <laughs> They're like. They're like, no, the, all the horse fucking talk was what actually attracted us <laughs> you know how to many, the show. You know how many uh, horse fuckers that we have working in the Corolla Horse Fund? Dude, we really got to brand ourselves the number one uh, equestrian show in the world. Yeah, we have. Uh, I talked about a jockey last show at the YMCA. It's been a while since we've reported on anything like this. This is from Barb, the desk of Barb. This is from the Atlantic, classy... Uh, yeah, classy title, classy publication. So uh, apparently, the new generation of students—they're uh, trying to—they've banded together and they've had it. They want oral presentations banned. <laughs> they're fuck. saying that people <laughs> people who suffer from anxiety can't <laughs> handle it. You pussies! <laughs> they can't you handle. You fucking pussies! <laughs> so they you want fucking pussy. This is it, dude. This is it. This is the end. This is the uh, officially the end. You, so, you fucking pussies, get over your goddamn... How are you ever supposed to uh, get over anything? So whatever bothers you, dude, are you kidding me? You fucking pussies <laughs> rotten hell. I hope, meanwhile, I hope some disease wipes out everybody that's fucking under 30 right now. Meanwhile, the Russians and the Chinese are eating glass. We're fucked. Yeah, they're fucking... <laughs> We're you know fucked. What? They're giving presentations in the gulag we're fucked you yeah. can't give a presentation i got anxiety even if you hate it you know how many do you have to I, do a year three but also you're gonna hate everything so fucking get shut the fuck up but and face some adversity by the way america's done we're fucking over with you know what i thought it was bad when we were worried about pronouns we were arguing about pronouns you know that some guy in Saudi Arabia just got arrested because he ate breakfast with a woman. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat breakfast with a woman. It's not your wife. Yeah, he got arrested. And people wanted him like flogged because it looked like he was having a good time. And you guys are worried about pronouns and giving oral presentations. You fucking cunts. You fucking cunts. But is I mean, say you you're not good at oral presentations, then maybe you'll excel at math or science. That's the way it works. Oh, you I, have to try different this? things. How about you're not good at it, and then you end up getting good at it? I'm you're sure good, nobody's good at anything. Until they bust their ass and get good at it. It's just crazy to be like, we need this universally banned. Do you know why you have anxiety? Because you have all these options not to do things, and now you don't know what to fucking do. How about people just go, you have to do it, and then get over your fucking anxiety? Uh, Somebody, some lady, I don't know, we'll get into it. So some lady tweeted, coming from somebody with severe anxiety. Oh, you fucking bitch, (laughs) shut up. Having somebody force me to do a public presentation, she said it was the best idea to happen in my life. Oh, she's pro. I take it back. <laughs> I support you, she's ma'am. She's pro. Uh, according to a recent survey by the Association of American Colleges and Universities, oral communication is one of the most sought-after skills in the workplace, with over 90% of hiring managers saying it's important. People don't communicate anymore. They just text. Uh, some educators also credit in-class presentations with building essential leadership skills, increasing students' confidence, and understanding material. But in the past few years, students have started calling out in-class presentations discriminatory to those with anxiety, uh, demanding that uh, teachers uh, offer alternative options. Dude, we've empowered children, and it is 
fucking blowing up in our face. Well, now with social media, they all think that they can fucking put a complaint in the box. Yeah. What ha- you know what, what happened to just telling your kid, shut the fuck up, this is what you're going to do? This week, a tweet posted by a 15-year-old high school student who's a sophomore. <laughs> their power. Uh, declared, stop forcing students to present in front of the class and give them a choice not to... And quote, garnered more than, oh, it said not, choice not to. It got more than 130,000 retweets oh and nearly half God. a million likes. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Dude, can we protest at schools calling uh, these kids pussies? Yeah, why not? We should. You know what? Adults should go protest and start mocking these kids. Just ridicule them. That's what they need. That's what they've been missing in their fucking life. These kids don't know what hardship is. They're all a bunch of goddamn, they're soft and they're making the country soft. We need John Little, principal of the United States. Do you know why erectile (laughs) dysfunction is up a thousand percent in high school and college kids? Because they're soft. They're soft everywhere. Their weeders are soft, their bodies are soft, and their minds are soft. All of them, men and women. They're fat, they're doughy, they're weak. You guys are weak sticks. It said uh, student support who support this are arguing that forcing students with anxiety to present in front of their peers is not only unfair because they're bound to underperform and get a lower grade, but it can also (laughs) cause long-term stress and harm. (laughs) Good, good. Post-traumatic oral presentation syndrome. How are you supposed to perform oral sex? You can't perform an oral presentation. This, this is this is an alarming statement. This is a fourteen-year-old. They're in eighth grade. By the way, fourteen-year-olds shouldn't even be allowed to speak. Uh, she only wanted her first name used. Pussy, want a last name. Yeah, put your name on the fucking record. You want to make yeah. a big old quote? Yeah. She said nobody should be forced to do something that makes them uncomfortable, which is the craziest thing. Dude. I don't want to go to the DMV. Dude. There are laws that make oh, me fucking God. go there. I hate going to the grocery store. I hate. Walking out of my apartment, by the way, because everybody pisses me the fuck off. But you know, you know what? You know how many people it. are uncomfortable by their jobs? I'd say 90%. Do you know what makes you a fucking... You know what makes your life amazing and great? Tackling things that scare you. That's what makes life worthwhile. What do these kids do all day if they're not doing shit that doesn't challenge them? Or if they don't do shit... You know why they're all depressed? Because they're not challenging themselves to become better. They're hiring tutors because they want to get better at Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, her name is Eula. Dude, I wish Ula? I could. Eula? God, I wish I could smear shit on every one of these kids' faces. I want to go back to no, school. I want to, go, I want to dominate. Yeah. I want to go back and dominate. Public speaking. I'll public speak. I'll I don't do give it a fuck. all. Dude, I would go. God. Where are all the bullies when we need them? We need bullies back in schools. This is what happens when you stop bullying. You get pussies like this. Uh, she says, even though speaking in front of class is supposed to build your confidence and it's part of your schoolwork, I think if a student is really unsettled and anxious, because of it, you should probably make it something less stressful. School isn't something a student should fear. Dude, since when did school become something that you're supposed to like? 12 years? I hated every minute of it. What do you, that's why I fucking destroyed the school. That's why I'm shooting people with paintball guns. When I was a young child, there was a little fat boy. <laughs> and I used to hate Wait, running were, the mile. Were you that little fat boy? I would beg my mom, let me stay home to run the mile. She'd say, guess what, fatty? You're going in and yeah. you're running the mile because Arnold Schwarzenegger established the presidential award, which I could never get because the mile would kill me. But I did it every fucking year, and then it to make the you point, a better person. Yeah, I'd ran. My titties would bounce. 
People would laugh at me, mock me. I'd run at a terrible time. <laughs> Locals from the neighborhood would be like, "Hey, you, uh, what time are you going to be going to gym class? Because we're going to stand outside the fence and watch you run around the track." You could go to bed. They laugh at you. You go to bed. Throw baloney at you. Could go to bet the SI and bet if I'd be over under ten minutes. Most people take the over and win. But make sure you use that do one hundred one code. Yeah, they didn't have it. You back get a hundred percent. You get double your money on that. They didn't have it back then. But uh, guess what? I didn't call for it to be banned. I was one person. I realized a lot of other people didn't mind it. So I was like, hey, fuck it. Dude, I don't like it. But I, I didn't like any classes. If I were one of these pussies, then I wouldn't go to school. So a uh, 15-year-old in Massachusetts, he strongly agrees that these should be banned. Here's what he has to say. Bennett, feels like presentations are often more graded on delivery when some people can't help not being able to deliver it well, even if the content is the best presentation ever. Teachers grade on public speaking, which people who have anxiety can't be great at. Guess uh, what? People who don't do math well get bad grades. That's the fucking way it goes. Do you know how crazy it is? Ban that- math. I sucked at math. Ban math now because everyone else... Who is good at it? It's unfair that I'm not good at it. So I think that they should yeah, ban it. It's fucking no, dude. This is communism of school. By the way, who has? Do you know who has the most anxiety of any people I've ever met? Comedians. You know how many people I know literally like shitting their pants before they go on stage and then they fucking do it. That's their job. Yeah. There's plenty of people who do not like public speaking that are comics, man. Oh, I'd say a lot. And they've been doing it for like 15, 20 years. Uh, another kid in Massachusetts, Henry, 15, says, I get that teachers are trying to get students out of their comfort zone, but it's not good for teachers to force them to do that. Oh, my God. Dude, by the way. <laughs> How do you get someone out of their comfort just, zone? There's no yeah. other way. Dude, I couldn't read when I was in fifth grade. And guess what? They made me read out loud. That gave me a lot of anxiety. But guess what? I learned how to fucking read, motherfuckers. If I wouldn't, I'd be a fucking st- illiterate motherfucker right now. Dude, these who are their parents that are allowing this them to even speak like this? If I heard my kid was like this, I would go to school with a two-by-four, and I would fucking beat the shit out of him for being such a goddamn pussy. It says, uh, according to this article, being a high schooler in 2018 is more stressful than ever. Why? Academic demands on students are high. No, it's not. They're as high as you want them to be. Also, dude, when you were in co- when you were in high school, didn't they tell you whatever you do in high school is going to follow you the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah, it was always. all bullshit. But they scared the shit out of us. Kids participate in more extracurricular activities. Hey, don't then do less. Yeah, uh, then the past, and they're saddled with extra hours of homework. I heard they do no homework now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this person Bennett says kids doing sports don't get home till 7 p.m. I get home at 5:30 yeah. tonight, but it's going to get worse. Kids can't be holed up in their room every night till 1 a.m. finishing homework on their third Red Bull. Dude, who's doing that? <laughs> By the way, dude, didn't you hang out till like nine, ten o'clock, smoking weed, getting drunk? Yeah, during the school day, every night. Yeah, and then you go home and you go, oh fuck, I got a paper due tomorrow, and then you go, ah, well, hey, guess what, kids? If you're stressed out now, college is harder, and guess what? The real world is harder than that. <laughs> it's the hardest of all. <laughs> so, if you're having trouble in an organized fucking thing <laughs> where you have help and no, all no, the resources, no, no, you don't can tell want. them the secret. Don't tell them the secret <laughs> well, because I want these kids to fall flat on their fucking face when they, they will. in real life. They will. The good news is. Is the sharks among these fucking? Yeah, they'll they'll win. They'll do easier well. than ever. They're gonna rise to the top, dude. Easier than when we had it because when we had it. Kids were busting their asses to try to make something of themselves. If you were like, if you have any ambition and you're at school with these fucking pussies, dude, you are going to fucking rob this world blind. You're gonna be loaded because yeah. you are gonna surpass these weak lings. Says uh, these stressors and more have led to an unprecedented unprecedented level of anxiety in their generation uh, unprecedented 
It says uh, it's at a, it rise. It's rising faster than depression as a leading mental health issue among teenagers. Yeah. How about how about the kids that were eighteen uh, during Vietnam in the draft? How about World War Two? What about kids in the Holocaust? Yeah, you think that you think <laughs> how, how'd they do? I mean, yeah, you want to go out to other countries? Fucking forget it. What about like, what about places that still have slavery in the world, which is more than you would think, dude? What about my fucking? What about my uh, aunt and my uncles who are all like around 11 and 12 years old during World War II. We're watching people on fire jumping off of bridges. Yeah, not good. <laughs> you fucking, these fucking kids, though. I, we need a world war is what we need. To, and we need to get our asses kicked, and then we'll rebuild a way fucking stronger. I don't think the movie Red Dawn could even be made now with the pussies we have in school. Well, they did remake it. But they wouldn't. They, it's not even realistic anymore. Yeah, everyone be. would be like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> used to be like a documentary. <laughs> now it's do you, fake. Do you, I, we, I think we talked about this before. Do you remember that class quest? That, no. Did you have anything like where it was like you talked about your feelings in the class? And we you had go uh, on a retreat. It was ours was called Project Charlie. It was in elementary. Oh, school. I, we had that in elementary school too. But it was then all about in high like school, being nice and yeah, it's basically what society has become now. We had that, but then in high school we kicked it up a notch and it was quest. And I w- people were like, "It's the easiest class." I was like, "Dude, I want to go in there." And fucking, they say people cry and shit, and you can't talk about what people told you in the class. I go, this sounds like a fucking cult. But this is what every high school is like now. Here's what Jess, 16-year-old in New Jersey, says, teachers think it's just a fear. We'll skip school. I've skipped school a lot of times. If I had to present, even if a teacher lets me present alone in front of them, I still wouldn't, because that's how nerve-wracking it is. You want to do it one-on-one. You get to do it in front of nobody but the teacher? You know, to do it in front of your peers? That's easy. Also, do you do you ever when you used to do speeches in class? I'd be like, I did. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so I'm just gonna write a lot of jokes in here and try to get laughs. That's how I fucking started honing the shit that I do now. The st- these the kids want more options. They say every student has unique strengths and abilities, and they should be allowed to present however they want. Oh, uh, they, you could be do one on one with the teacher, or you could choose between alternatives like producing a piece of art or an essay. Um, for private judgment, <laughs> which is horseshit. You guess what? That kid belong. Go to an art school, or you'll excel in art. Where someone like me, who's not, I'm not good at art. I would not do well. I, got, I oftentimes yeah. would butt heads with teachers in art because I didn't like it. Yeah, if you want to go do art projects, then why you quit school and fucking yeah, go, go go be an artist? Yeah, go go start fucking painting <laughs> shit. You dumb fuck. Don't don't find fucking loopholes in Dude. oral presentation. Since when do fourteen year olds call the shots anywhere? Now can we? Jesus, dude, can we fucking slap these kids down already? Yeah, come on. This is like Lord of the Flies. Only they're all only they're not savages. They're all pussies. As a teacher in Colorado, he's for it. He said he said there's a lot of way for kids to present. Doesn't have to be through a full oh, presentation. Yeah, but this guy's the cool teacher in school where it was like, he's trying to fuck. Dude, yeah, Mr. Johnson's <laughs> the fucking coolest. He's then trying when to you fuck. Hit like age 27, you're like, what a fucking loser Mr. Johnson was. He was trying to impress high school kids. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. This uh, some art teacher says he's for it. I want to teach you who's against it. Wait, art? Yeah, because this art teacher. No, he's like, oh, this is great. People can do art. My class will pick up. Maybe I'll get a raise. He's not in it for the. Uh, he's not in it for the kids. It's uh, it's very strange. So she, the, there's students who are saying if you have a diagnosable problem, like that, like some kids get longer on tests. Why can't I get? 
Dude. Out of this. Everything's a diagnosable problem. Can we stop diagnosing shit? Can we stop handing out pills? Can we just tell kids you got to fucking sack up? That's all it is. Get over it. The more you coddle these anxieties, the greater they become. You got to fucking get that. If that anxiety rears up, you're going to have to fucking tackle it one way or another. Here's what uh, I'll give this guy the final word. Ryan Jones. He put his last name in there because he's not scared like some of these students. What's going to happen to you, by the way, students? If you, you're not saying like, what, are you going to get blackballed from the world if you put your last name? <laughs> Ryan Jones, he's in Connecticut. He said, my thoughts are that we're in the business of preparing students for college, career, and civic life. Public peace speaking is a piece of that preparation. Now, some kids, it says in quotes many, or in parentheses many, are deathly afraid to do it, but pushing outside of comfort zone is also a big part of what we do. Dude, I told you my, my sister, like, hired, both sisters had, like, people that they hired who were, like of this generation and they were just the fuck they were like they had to get rid of them because would they, they not like, do uh presentations they, they were late and they would complain like oh there's I, a lot of traffic like and one i of couldn't them, make it here on time one of them was like their first day on the job and asked to go home early because it was his birthday and his friends were throwing a party and they're like are you birthday. fucking kidding me first day of work it's my birthday go fuck yourself craziness man <laughs> It's my birthday. Speaking of kids, I feel bad. Uh, Do you hear that HBO is dropping their uh, erotic programming? No. It's gone. Wait, but what erotic program do they have left? Real Sex 87. No. Real Sex has been done for at least 15 years. Yeah, it's all gone. The Cat House, Dennis Hoff, and Air Force No, are they just erasing it? Like it never happened? They're just dropping the program. They had the best erotic program. Men are pornocopia. Great documentary. Well, the problem, though, now is that you're giving people no options. It's hardcore or nothing. There's no in-between anymore. But I did like that Pornocopia uh, six-part porno documentary series. That was fascinating. If they did more shit like that, I actually did watch every cat house. (laughs) (laughs) You're a big fan. I I enjoyed the show. It says uh, it's been dropping it from its lineup, including edited adult movies and unscripted series like Real Sex and Cat House. So wait, are they're, they? They're, they're getting rid of it all out of the catalog, and they're probably obviously not making it any more new. Unbelievable! Why? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, it's, but you did uh, it. What is the problem? It's too bad. I don't understand the move. Like you're not forcing it down people's throats, but it's there, and it's on at late at night. So it's like if you don't want to see it, you don't see it. But if you want to see it, dude, I, it. I occasionally will go back and watch an episode of Cat House. Abby and I have sat down and watched a little. Some I watch, great characters in there. I watch Real Sex to see if I can find anyone I know. See if your parents are in like an <laughs> old one from the 80s? Yeah, or if I can see DeWitt no. in like a nudist colony in Jamaica <laughs> playing volleyball. That's sad, man. So, wow. Uh, I almost yeah, have to uh, give a moment of silence for the end of yeah. some spectacular, shitty, erotic series. Softcore pornography. I wouldn't even call it softcore porn. Erotic? What is it called? It's more like erotic erotic documentaries. But there was also, they also did some movies. HBO? I feel like Showtime and uh, Cinemax were the ones that did the actual porn. Well, no, I take that back. HBO did have like a series of shitty, uh, they do have a shitty, like if you go on the app, they do have a, a... bunch or they used to have links to like the fucking porno wasn't it hbo that did they do atlantic city prostitutes yeah ac hookers that was a great one those women were they also did other they did other areas there was like a three-part series on that 
That was a good one too. Oh, what about uh, are they doing the taxi cab confessionals? Is that gone too? Uh, I don't know. If it's fairly it's, erotic. Yeah, it could be. There was like chicks finger banging themselves and like two two dudes jerking each other off. <laughs> you see and the like, creepy driver with his eyes in the rear view, like, oh yeah, huh? it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Keep asking me questions. Todd <laughs> Phillips was one of those drivers. He was. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, early on he was. He's directed a new uh, Joker movie, which has nothing to do with the Jared Leto Joker movie. Really? Doing like an Origins with Joaquin Phoenix. I just huh. saw this. Very strange. Nice. Uh, this is also from Barb. This is uh, from the Gateway Pundit. So uh, apparently, San Fran. I don't know. But uh, so apparently, there's I don't know who's doing this. So people are now they want the word vagina to be no longer used. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, they want the word frontal. To replace it. That's the most offensive, <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever heard. That's the fucking disgusting. I want to fuck your front hole. Hey, show me your front hole. Not the back hole. <laughs> the front hole. I don't want to see the tube hole. That's a. Is that what they call the wiener? Not the shit hole. The baby hole. What do you call the dick then? Uh, I guess the, the long hole. The uh, I don't know what you call tube. It. I guess you go tube the, hole. The wormhole. Worm wormhole's not bad. <laughs> I would actually go with that. You want to see my wormhole? <laughs> I, I could get on board with wormhole. Healthline has claimed uh, health disparities and higher rates of uh, wait higher rates of STDs. It says Healthline has claimed health disparities and high rates of HIV and STIs observed in LGBTQIA. I don't even know what some of those are. Communities are due to discrimination in the sex ed world, so the California-based health information provider has adopted the gender-exclusive term frontal in place of the medical term vagina in their latest LGBTQIA Wait, why? Self- because some safe people, sex guide. Some people don't have vaginas? I mean, you only have a vagina or you have a penis. That's, you got two choices here. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they did This is the dumbest <laughs> shit. You're just rebranding something. This is like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> it's still the same thing. What are you talking about here? It says, for the purpose of this guide, we'll refer to the vagina as the front hole instead of solely using the medical term vagina. This is gender-inclusive language that's considered the fact that some trans people don't identify with the labels the medical community attaches to their genitals. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it anymore. But it is a vagina. That's what they're I modeling it. But they don't identify it as a vagina. Dude. So they identify with it as a front hole? It's... So what do you? What if you're? What if you fucking? What do you want to call the engine of your car? If you're like, I don't, I don't think it's an engine. It's uh, I don't identify as a. This isn't an engine. Yeah, you got to call it something else. I guess. What do you, dude? Stop it. Why is life becoming this fucking complicated? You don't want to know why? I have anxiety because everything's fucking. They're changing every fucking term. It's a medical term. If okay, you think you're a dude? Fine, but you still have a vagina right there between your legs. That's just what it is. Front hole isn't gonna fucking make a difference, man. That's what it is. Unzip your pants. I want to see that hairy front hole. What kind of front hole you got? One of those dude ones or one of the chick ones? Do you have a neat front hole or one of the roast beef curtainy front holes? I'm not getting behind this, dude. Says by for- the way, I don't have a front hole. I got a wiener or a cock or a dingus. <laughs> Says, for example, some trans and non-binary identified people assigned female at birth may enjoy being the receptors of penetrative sex, but experience gender dysphoria when that part of their body is referred to using a word that society and professional communities often associate with femaleness. An alternative that's become increasingly popular in trans and queer communities is frontal. 
Man, maybe we do have too much freedom. <laughs> maybe we need to go communism. <laughs> Frontals. So like a small group of people don't like using the medical term. So now we all have to say front hole. <laughs> Dude, by the way, I'm never going to use front hole ever. I will never switch to front hole. I heard uh, Mike Judge has uh, created a new thing. I am the great front holio. <laughs> <laughs> and so then the, the, the asshole is the back hole. I guess, yeah. Everyone has the same asshole, regardless of how you identify. Yeah, why don't you just go with turd what, cutter or dumper for that? And then why don't you go what with. What if you only like to be uh, porked in the ass piper? Yeah. Is then, there a different term for it? You don't want it to be called I, an asshole. Yeah, I don't know, man. I say you go piss hole and shit hole. <laughs> that's what, I, that's what uh, my community is, uh, is coining. That's what the Danish and O'Neill community. Yeah. The medical terms should be switched to piss hole and shit hole. <laughs> Which can also describe uh, bars, apartments, houses. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that piss hole. <laughs> People. There's a real shit hole. Uh, this is a Barb sent me this a while back. So shortly after Aretha Franklin uh, passed away, uh, it really t- it tore some communities apart, some people apart. This is from Yahoo. She had a pretty crazy. She had. She was having like kids when she was like thirteen. A lot of hits. I because I, I was like, what's she singing? I was like, oh, I know, like oh, just yeah, songs you didn't realize were hers were hers. So uh, two men were so distraught over the singer's death that it allegedly led to a shooting between these two guys. A shootout? Shooting. Michael Hatton, 44, and old Tony Lundy, 47. Uh, he, was, he was famous for the Triple Lundy in New Jersey. <laughs> they were arguing outside a Virginia barbershop. Oh, uh, you mean front hole barbershop. Yeah, front hole barbershop over who should play Franklin in an upcoming biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the guy that got shot have? I guess a witness said, this seems like a joke, but this isn't a joke. A witness said he'd heard two people, in quotes, arguing over whether or not Halle Berry. I was going to say Halle Berry. Played or would play Aretha Franklin in a movie. You kidding me? Halle Berry, you fucking out of your mind. Oh, she she can play her? What about Beyonce, motherfucker? You ever see that movie where that lady played the the trucker who was killing people? She was pretty in real life and ugly in the movie. (laughs) Uh, the exchange, exchange became heated and the verbal altercation turned physical. Wow. Dude, here's my question. If you're Halle Berry and someone tells you about this, what the fuck do you think? Can you imagine being at this? Like, you are literally at the center of a fucking shooting. <laughs> They're like, they were arguing about you. You're like, well, I don't know if I'm honored, if I'm sad. That's got to be a real mind fuck. Where you're like, wait, people are arguing whether I play Aretha Franklin. She's like, I would know. I'm not going to play Aretha I wouldn't even play her if it was offered to I me. I told you. I told you. You <laughs> a bitch. She shoots him again. Uh, the exchange became heated. The verbal altercation turned physical. The men wrestling and punching one another on the ground. Eventually, Hatton allegedly drew a firearm and shot Lundy at least once. Uh, Lundy was transported to a hospital. He remains in critical condition. Hatton was also treated for injuries. They also said he woke up out of his coma and uh, said, Ali Berry, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Franklin, this all stems from, I guess... <laughs> their decade-long feud over Halle Berry's talent level? Well, I guess so... Catwoman, motherfucker! So the 2011... Uh, Aretha Franklin originally wanted Halle Berry to play her in the movie based on her memoir... Aretha from these roots. However, at the 2011 Golden Globes, 
Barry said in red carpet, I can't sing interview. If I could carry a tune, I'd consider it. Someone should tell Aretha that I can't do her justice. Ah. Franklin said, Halle Berry was my first cho- choice. She wrote in a letter to the Wendy Williams show. Everything's subject to negotiation. She shouldn't underestimate her own talent. She wouldn't let it go. (laughs) By the way, I am definitely getting Halle Berry to play me. There are a number of other leading ladies out there that can definitely handle the role. I never expected Halle to sing. She's an actress, not a singer. This lady is so hell-bent on getting Halle Berry to play. Isn't Aretha Franklin a little bigger? She's a bigger lady, especially later in life. Halle Berry's tiny. Maybe she's like, no, that's my. That's what I. She said many actors have portrayed vocalists by lip syncing to the artist's original recording. She's Whoa. like, please get her in there. She's like, fuck it, you're gonna do this. Shit. She's like, if, if don't let me die without knowing that Halle Berry will play. What was her obsession with Halle Berry? I think she thought <laughs> she was lady, an attractive lady. This, it seems like a lot of people have a Halle Berry obsession. Yeah, well, obviously one of these men was on the, her side. I guess I He's see like, now. Aretha's dying wish yeah. is to play Halle Berry. You give her Halle Berry. Now I see how this got so heated. I haven't heard an argument like this at a barbershop since if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali. Call yeah. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> well, coming to America. Man, his mama called him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Martin Luther King punched me in the face. Come around the corner, punched me in the face. He said, oops, thought you are somebody else. Oh, by the way, this came in a while back, but uh, someone sent me this on Twitter. Dexter, the emotional support peacock, uh, has passed away. I saw that. He's uh, he's gone. Sad. He's uh, flying on any airline he wants. And, yeah, uh, the, the, and, the big airline in the sky. <laughs> peacock heaven. And also, uh, By the way, it's not a peacock. It's a pea front hole. Yeah, that's true. Anything with cock or vagina in it. <laughs> You got to change it. It's the uh, South Carolina game uh, game worm, front hole, game wormholes. I <laughs> uh, and the New Jersey superintendent we did many episodes back who got accused of defecating on the track is set to receive a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get behind this guy. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you have done yourself and your community and your family proud. So uh, yeah, he uh, he got fired. He got yeah. I guess he was forced to resign, and he's getting a hundred grand. To, this- uh, Topsy Derby world. <laughs> this guy got a hundred grand for taking a dump. You're getting ratted out. <laughs> I love it. He's, lo- he's going around I making it. it rain at all these local places. Hey, making, making it shit. You know what kind of confidence this is going to give him now yeah. as a public shitter? I heard now I, he's running uh, late night uh, ads where it's like, do you want to make $100,000 taking a dump on your school? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, four weeks, I could teach you how to take huge shits and make $100,000. You sick of kids refusing to do oral presentations, so you take a shit on the track every morning before work? Dude. Do you have to take a shit a lot? Do you want to take it on a track? Do you want to make $100,000? <laughs> that uh, guy gets the True Blue Beach Pony Award for this week. That's true. Congratulations, sir. You are the true blue beach pony with your hundred grand. Uh, by the way, do you think that chicks read this and they're like, oh, I got to get with this guy. The guy that took a shit on the track. He's got money now. Yeah, if he's not married, his online dating profile is, uh, he should be called the New Jersey superintendent shitter. Yeah. By the way, buddy, don't don't be bashful about putting that on there. You may have you may have heard about me. I just made $100,000. Some women might like it. He's a bad boy. And he's rich. And he's rich now. Yeah, who knows? He could parlay that hundred thousand. He could invest it and make a, mil- a bunch of millions. I hope he gets a really dark brown Corvette. <laughs> it just says yeah. "pooper" as his license yeah. plate. <laughs> I was behind a Corvette today that said uh, "sleaze bag," and that, then I, I drove geez. past the guy, and he looked like a real fucking sleaze bag. You're like, sir, that was not uh, ironic at all. Yeah, I don't. Piece of uh, shit. He might know what he's dealing with. The real you think piece the cops are like they pull him over and they're like, oh boy, it's the sleaze bag again. Probably. 
See what the sleaze bag's got the got in the trunk of his car. This is uh, another one from Barb. I guess there's a beauty trend taking over. Uh, YouTube vloggers are recommending it. They're saying that you should rub a toothpaste-based mixture onto their uh, onto your boobies in order to enlarge or tighten them. If you're a lady, <laughs> so uh, so just get some Crest. Uh, yeah, is there, is, cr- there, is there a brand Crest on the breast? Colgate, <laughs> Colgate on titties with uh, Winter Fresh. There might be some might be like uh, get the uh, Arm and Hammer that gritty <laughs> dude. How much toothpaste do you have to get? Oh, also, your titties aren't going to firm up. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, these videos have millions of views that recommend this. God damn, dude, we are in the wrong business. <laughs> you want to get your content viewed? You, we ought to be doing blogs about getting your uh, wieners <laughs> toned up. In a video that has more than seven million views, Natural Beauty five five six's video. Says uh, it's called Titan Sagging Breasts in Just Five Days Using Toothpaste. No jokes. Is that uh, is there a doctor that chimes in in this article that says that that could be harmful? Let's see. Another said you might get uh, fluoride in the nipple. Another said apply Vaseline on breasts daily. After thirty days, you'll be amazed by results. That is four hundred thousand. I bet you won't. Uh, the video is essentially advised that you make some kind of toothpaste mixture. Uh, also using stuff like Vaseline and egg whites and rub it into or leave it smeared on egg your body. Whites, egg whites. Hey. You should sleep outside, too. So ants By the way, uh, if your boyfriend gets salmonella, it's hey. because you didn't, we didn't wash your tits off. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine that? Who the fuck are you, man? Uh, by the way, some sloppy saggers? Nothing to be ashamed of. Everybody it's, likes a sloppy sagger now and again. There's a market for it. There's a market for everything. Yeah, just... Stop playing to your strengths. Yeah, Don't stop change. Putting toothpaste on your titties and just go find a guy that likes some 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 saggers. Move to uh, you know, there's probably some European place where those are in style. Some Everything slopers. comes into style. Yeah, you didn't think mom, you didn't think high waisted jeans were ever going to come back, and they're all the rage. So if you rub toothpaste on the jeans to make them low waisted, all titties start sagging. Man, it's fine. Uh, don't don't Trust let us. them sag around Boone Chocolat. Oh, oh, I remember when your titties were nice and firm. <laughs> Put some toothpaste on those. Uh, an expert said applying something to the top layer of your skin won't transform the entire body underneath it, which is shocking. Yeah. Uh, it said at best they'll end up smelling minty fresh, which isn't bad. <laughs> it's seven out of seven out of nine dentists recommend toothpaste on your tits. By the way, Colgate and Crest, oh, they're, like, they're loving it. Yeah, keep please. doing. Yes, do you know how much toothpaste that would take? Toothpaste ain't cheap, and it would take a shitload to cover those titties, uh, especially pla- saggers. You know, they're the saggy ones are the big belt, the big boys. Uh, plastic surgeon in London, and, but he he doesn't want this to be true because it'll hurt his business. But he says the, this bizarre advice simply preys on the many women who are unhappy with the size of their breasts, and you might resort to bizarre miracle fixes to find a solution. Come to see me. I'll give you some big old beef knockers. Just wear your bra more often. <laughs> if you got big old sloppers, trust me, I've been with some big old sloppers, and uh, nothing wrong with them. No. Whether there's toothpaste on them or there aren't toothpaste on them. Yeah, by the way, no, no toothpaste. It's going to burn. I, I have something tells me it's going to irritate the skin. Yeah, I'm, I, it's going to fucking... I don't want to smell mint on your tits. I don't want mint tits. Hey, mint tits. Hey, let's hey. show me your front hole, mint tits. <laughs> oh, look who it is. It's mint tits again. What do I want, the front hole or the back hole? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to titty fuck these mint tits. Man, what a bizarre... What a bizarre episode 
Yeah, yeah, there's a lot out there. Man. There's a lot going on in the world. Just makes you wonder, where is it all headed? We don't know. Before I was like, ah, fuck it out. Now I really want to see how bad shit gets. Because it seems to be getting, it just seems to be getting weirder and weirder every day. Yeah, I mean, with the more news there is, it's just, uh, it just shines a light on things that you didn't even know existed. Women are, there are women making videos that they're making money on because those have a lot of views. Yeah. Uh, telling people to rub toothpaste on their boobies, saying that that will somehow improve them. I don't, I don't know how or why they think that would, would work. That's the, that's the sham wow of the YouTube generation. They're like, why get my medical advice from somebody who went to college? I want to go to a vlogger uh, who has a camera. Who's experimenting with toothpaste. <laughs> and By the way, edit. How, how'd they even come up with this con? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Weird. Uh, I'm assuming not through a, a doctor. But dude, we're, we're going to be dinosaurs soon. Like, as far as people that uh, are capable of doing anything. <laughs> All of them. Everyone listening. Like anybody who has any backbone or spied or is like willing to challenge themselves, we're gonna be we're gonna be thrown out of this fucking society. We're gonna be viewed as bullies or people that give people anxiety, and we're gonna be put on some sort of a fucking. We're gonna be roped off. If you wanna impress, a, a, if you're a younger listener, you wanna impress a lady, just take out a tube of toothpaste. I, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get in with on her, her boobies. They have this technique. Let She's me like, just, what's that? You're like, oh, I'm just trying to tighten them up a little bit. Let me apply them. It's weird how, I, it's, I'm assuming genetics and just body makeup, but there are just some ladies out there who just have the, uh, it's just a soggy texture. Yeah, it's just natural, <laughs> Just man. Yeah, it's just how Just it like goes. dudes have the, I mean, you know? Yeah, just like everyone's bodies fucking are different. different. But, uh, also, if you're a young guy out there, and you want to score with the ladies, or you're a lady and you want to score with the guys, I got news for you. Be the person that doesn't fucking say everything gives them anxiety. Go out, try new shit. Go out, do all kinds of shit. People will be impressed. Live a life of adventure and travel. Don't be scared of shit. Don't put I guarantee you, if you're a woman or a man, you will clean up with the opposite sex or the same sex. Whatever sex you want. Whatever people gets like, your front hole going. People like interesting people. People that aren't afraid to go out and do shit. I just, uh, I just saw this online. This is a, it's taken from the sext, uh, sext, sexting line. It says, is your front hole <laughs> filled with moisture? <laughs> is your front hole open for business? Is, hey, your, uh, is your front hole shaved or not? Uh, can you show me a picture of your front hole? I'll show you a picture of my wormhole. Can you open your mouth hole? What kind of front <laughs> hole do you have? One of the long ones or one of the ones with a slit in it? What do you call the clitoris? Uh, so now we can't differentiate <laughs> between penises and vaginas the top anymore? Of the front hole? The clitoris? Yeah. What do uh, you call it? It's the front hole handle. <laughs> the the uh, front hole pleasure area? <laughs> the pleasure center of the front hole. No, it's its own thing, probably. Dude, why are we allowing? Like, why are we allowing people? Like, th- by the way, this is such a small percentage of the population. How are they dictating the vernacular? But I mean, it, but they're not. It's just. But it's not though. No, it, but then it starts. Go- Dude, it's getting it's more. Pa- it's all off. getting more powerful. Front hole will never be a thing. I don't know. It's, it's not ne- never say ever never. Take over. Can we bet on bet DSI on, <laughs> on whether front hole will be like the new term? Will, in will 10 front years? hole be the 2018 dictionary word of the year? <laughs> Ooh, no, I got it's it's 2020 is what I say. 
If you if we could bet on that, make sure you use the code <laughs> DO101. Front hole. DO101 sounds like a college course where you study this podcast <laughs> and everything uh, that's transpired on it. <laughs> An episode it's 46, like, uh, they first started talking about horse fucking. It's true or false. <laughs> Imagine if they did it as like, this is what society used to be like. <laughs> it's like uh, people talking about horse year, fucking. You're 4008, they're talking about podcasts. Making fun of everybody. Look at what society was like in 2018. It was crazy. Did I try to be a nice person and try, but then, man, shit like this just makes me angry because it's not, it's just, you're being, you're being, uh, being set up for failure, guys. Like the school is, the the kids around you are are just uh, setting you up for failure in life. I, I don't like That's when the sad I don't like when things are dictated like this is how it has to be. You know what I mean? Like it's like, hey, if I want to save vagina, I'm gonna. Why can't I save vagina? No. And if I can't. love oral presentations, and if I love making, what are you gonna ban dioramas? I next? guess they would say though. Well, they're forcing us all, isn't that what you're? But nah, I mean, dude, just then fucking don't go to school. Learn how to speak in public, you dumb fucks. Go work at a fucking. If you don't like go, it, you go don't become have to do a mechanic. You should be forced to try everything. I'll tell you what. What if you never tried? What if uh, fucking Brussels sprouts gave you anxiety, so you never tried them? And then when you're 50 years old, you fucking tried a Brussels sprout and you loved it, and you go, "Why wasn't I eating these my whole life?" But, and sometimes you're scared of something, then you do it, and you're like, hey, that wasn't as bad as I thought. I actually enjoyed it. Most things aren't. Uh, my, Most things are not. My first gangbang, I was terrified. Then I, yeah, I got sure. there and made some of the best friends of my life. You became an old pro after that. <laughs> yeah. People used to call you up with their first time because they go, hey, this guy's going to put us at ease. He's done a million of these. And the people are trying to ban him because it causes yeah. anxiety. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel that coaches people how to fuck horses. Some people don't like taking shits in public. Then they take one beautiful one at an airport or a mall, and they're they're assaulted. Dude, I tell you what, I was set free. I was one of those people. Didn't want to go. I didn't in all my school days. Never went, took a dump at school. Which should be rewarded just like perfect attendance. <laughs> it should. really is more of a, it's a crazy. physical feat yeah. of uh, stamina. Three times. You may have done damage to your I could have. Three times, you, I almost shit my pants in the almost, walk home. You almost ruptured your, your back hole. Yeah. I think Mrs. DeWitt may be behind the front hole phenomenon with her bottom burps. She may be. <laughs> she may be. Pro. What if the LGBTQRSYZ <laughs> MZ uh, what, what if they get behind uh, bottom burps? <laughs> I think it seems like it fits. Front holes can. Uh, you can have a front hole burp as well. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. But only fifty percent of the population can have their front hole burp. Yeah. But we won't. We're not going to say which one. No. We don't discriminate. Can a front hole burp on uh, someone who has an artificial front hole? Uh, probably. It's just air getting shoved up there. Artificial intelligence front hole. I would, if I could get, if they have this surgery one day, I want to get my tubes crossed and I want to do, I want to rippers out of my dick. Jesus. I want to dick rippers. <laughs> That's what my name's going to be, Dick Ripper. <laughs> have you heard like this a- guy fart out of his dick? It sounds like a horror movie, a horror porn. Dick Ripper? It's a horror, it's a Halloween horror porn movie. Who <laughs> just cuts dicks off, <laughs> wears them on a necklace. Or he just like walks in and he farts out of his dick and a woman's horror, and she's about to suck it. She's horrified. Oh, you know, he's killing people by lighting his farts on fire, but his dick's like a flamethrower now. <laughs> Jesus. Be pretty cool. Dick Ripper. 
<laughs> what, what, what have we what have we become dick ripper pi dude one of these days i can't wait for us to get called out on some shit <laughs> so i'll be like you know what fuck you guys I stand behind it all. We're, we're, that's what we're waiting for. It's you know what I was? Big, big national news story. I was talking to Abby and I was like, I can't wait. You remember that podcast with Ari? We were talking about the, the mentally handicapped girl with the titties. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait. She was dying. She goes, oh, when that hits, the, that's going to be. I think, uh, I think the term used might have been like uh, retard tits or something. When was that? <laughs> you remember the very first? Ari podcast oh, we did. Oh, I do. Okay. okay. <laughs> Got it. Dude, what that shit is. I was, uh, it's going to be, it's going to, if, if for some reason we ever achieve any sort of success and that comes to light. What if Yucko the Clown kid, if Yucko, but he, his secret is that he did it behind oh. a cloak. He also did it like 15 years ago. He doesn't do it when anymore. When that shit was... No, no, he doesn't. Dude, name, I think he's got, he's got like real shows. His real name is Roger Black. Yeah, and he has a partner who's like uh, something like he has some like odd maybe stage name. Well, he, he his claim to fame was he took a Howard Stern sign on. A, he went on a major league baseball field with it during a game. He was. I started. I got really. I started watching a lot of his shit, and he was pretty fucking funny. He's an insult. He was comic. crazy. He would say some of the craziest shit. Some it's, of it gives me anxiety, so I want it taken off YouTube. He works alongside a guy named Waco. Yeah, that's the Waco other guy. O'Gwen. Is that a real name? That's what I told you. I didn't know if it was a real or not, but might be. Well, they make something called Stanker Vision. That's the one on MTV too. It was like Yucko and sketches and like all kinds of stuff. Huh. It was like Man on the Street and sketches. I started watching this. Some of this shit's pretty funny. The old Stanker Vision. Yeah, it was like Jackass meets Howard Stern. Very strange. But yeah, well, there's no way. That guy today, are you kidding me? No, that would not work. Dude, fucking, it's it's a jungle out there. It's a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. (laughs) Dude, it's a jungle out there and we're raising house cats. Yeah, that's That's true. That's the fucking truth of it all. Well, that is true. All right. This episode's giving me anxiety. Well, I'll tell you what. My front hole just closed itself. It's sealed up? Yeah. I got to take a piss out of my front hole. (laughs) So only vaginas are front holes. Show me your front hole. No, I think it's everything is a front hole. Is it or not? Show me a big hairy front hole. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You like how I fucked that front hole? (laughs) (laughs) I just came in your front hole. It's a a Danish and O'Neill challenge. If you're uh, in a relationship or even if you're not and you're having sex with someone, do some dirty talk and incorporate the word front Front hole hole into it. And see whether they, your significant other or whatever it is, hook up and enjoys the term, finds it sexy. That front hole feels so good. Then again, you would never say like, um, you know, you wouldn't use vagina. If maybe though, maybe medical term talk gets you and your partner off. Show me that <laughs> your penis and my hairy vagina, vagina. feels so good. Your front hole and my front holes together. It's pretty sweet. Let's rub front holes together. <laughs> hey. You got to smell my finger. I stuck at this girl's front hole recently. <laughs> Sounds horrible. The, the hole makes it bad. I it's think. so gross, dude. It's, like vagina is just like an obscure term. That where, is um, where the word hole makes it like gross. Oh, how about this? What, what a moist front hole you have. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking grossest thing ever. 
Show me that V-hole. Oh. <laughs> not the B-hole. Your front hole made your panties all damp. Because it's not really like a hole. I mean, neither is your asshole, but it's not like a, a hole you just picture like asshole a... is closer to a hole than, than yeah. a vagina. It should be front slit. Yeah. Because both the penis and they're both slits. The meat envelope. <laughs> the the meat eye. The meat eye. <laughs> what are you talking about? The old cyclops. <laughs> Jesus. Andrew Dice Clay, health teacher. <laughs> do that as a YouTube show. All right. Today, we're going to be talking front holes versus vaginas. <laughs> versus cunt hole. Who here likes cunnilingus? I brought Miss O'Rourke in, the Spanish teacher. I'm going to eat a pussy, and you're going to see how it's done. Today, we're also going to teach some math. This is how long a cunt hair is. You're going to hear a lot of people say, oh, I was a cunt hair away. I heard uh, you were giving somebody love advice last night. <laughs> no, time. I was listening to him. Ran, I was listening to the chowman of the board, which, by the way, I shouldn't even mention his name. It's true. He doesn't deserve it. That's why I didn't mention it. I was listening to him <laughs> talk about his... his uh, I was encouraging him with his fucking ridiculous love strategies, the way he goes after women. What's he, what's he got planned? I'm funny guy. You spread your legs for me. I go, oh, yeah, that's a good one there. That's, yeah, that'll that's work. That's his pickup line? Rick Ingram and I were giving him some love advice. and uh, <laughs> Was he taking it to heart? Oh, yeah. But actually, we were just encouraging him to keep doing what you're doing, buddy. It's, it's really going to work out for you. Yeah, why are you asking us? Seems like you got it all figured out. He said a girl came up to him and said, what are your dreams? And he said, my dream is to make all the money and fuck all the bitches. And she goes, wow, you have really big dreams. Was she impressed? She was being, yes, she was impressed. <laughs> and then I started telling him, you know, hey, you're doing the right thing. They, so how great. long have they been together since? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, he's out of his fucking mind. He's got to, he is going to get some sort of charges pressed against him. I didn't even want to, t- I didn't want to talk to him because I don't even want to be called in to testify <laughs> in some sort of a case against how him. How do you know, Mr. Chow? <laughs> Uh, what a fucking lunatic. He wants to fuck all the bitches. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, all the bitches in L.A. This is, this is a quote from him. This is not me. Everyone, saying, though? Even the mayor? No, no. Then she goes, why do you have big dreams? He goes, no. Ask me again what my dreams are. She's like, okay, what's your dreams? He goes, all my, my dreams are to have all the money, fuck all the bitches in the world. And she goes, oh, wow, you have even bigger dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a shitty like joke that like keeps going up. Ask me again. But it's real. No, I want to fuck all the girls in the universe and beyond. Oh, shit. You just blew me away. And then, First, I thought it was L.A. <laughs> then I thought it was the world. Now it's fucking going outer space. It sounds like something Bushman would pitch. <laughs> Dude, Chalman is on Bushman oh, level. I want to fuck everybody in L.A. He is on Bushman level. Uh, and then, even if that were possible, which it obviously isn't, there's no way he would have the time to accomplish yeah, this. Yeah, no, I know. Not to mention, a lot of these women are going to be underage. He's going to get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he said that this girl then said, I want to marry you or something like that later. Wow. And I was like, Ingram and I were like, very patient woman to allow you to just go fuck them all and just wait for you. When she said her bar pretty low, if that's her idea of marriage. He said Eleanor is number 57 on his list. That he wants to take down? Yeah. Wow. This guy's the Santa Claus of fucking. He's constructed a list. He's been naughty he's, he's and nice. checking it twice. <laughs> who's number one? He's going to see who's getting fucked. Who's he going to hire? Fucking Rod from The Price is Right? Come on down. Because Eleanor walked up and we're like, hey, what number is Eleanor? 
She's number 57. How did she feel? Good wow. news is he's only on like number three. So it's going to take him. <laughs> I said, hey, Eleanor, don't in worry. LA or the world? Is that world or LA? It, just in general. Yes. Worldwide. <laughs> China and everything. And so I said, by the time he makes it to 57, I, don't, I think he'll make it to 14 maybe if he's lucky. I don't think they're going to call it China anymore. It's called the front hole. <laughs> <laughs> Can you uh, still call cornhole the game? No. Cornhole. No. It's not cornhole. It's not cornhole. It's backyard hole. Yeah. <laughs> they can't use the word hole anymore. It's called vagina ball. <laughs> what if they switch the regular use of hole? Like, oh, you f- you're twisted your ankle in a hole to vagina. <laughs> yeah. Did you fall to vagina again? Break your leg? Oh, yeah. By Black the way. Black hole vagina. Stay away from those front holes. <laughs> I put my dick in this front hole and I got AIDS. Oh, yeah. They're doing that now. Wait, you weren't even in the back hole? No, I was in the front hole. <laughs> you got AIDS. Wow. Sounds like Man. golf talk. Front hole? Yeah. Yeah, all sex is going to sound like golf pretty soon. Really did. So it does. I put my driver in a front hole. I got a front hole in one. <laughs> were you using the putter? So wait, you were playing the back, the back hole? The back nine or the front nine? Oh, I was in the front nine inches. Well, good uh, luck to uh, FC Chow. Uh, having sex yeah, with all yeah. the women in the world. He's going to need it. I heard some other stories of him like going to Chicago with a bunch of people and like renting a Mer- high-end Mercedes. For what? From like Hertz or something. To impress people. <laughs> he met like some girl who? lived like two hours outside Chicago. He went to go like hang out with her and then they didn't even do anything and he had to drive back. <laughs> what, this guy's just, a train wreck. Was he dude. doing comedy there? Or he just went. Yeah, there he was to doing meet, comedy there. So he's like, like, "Hey, let me go meet someone four hours away." Yeah, from he, he rented the Mercedes to impress everybody. <laughs> so he didn't make money. What are you? What are you doing, Chow? I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, he always is. He's, you know why he listens? He'll listen to 200 hours just of podcasts. Sure his name isn't said. Yeah. Or is said. He'll, what he'll do is he'll bring the same girl who said he has big dreams over, and he'll put this podcast on. And then they'll just listen to it, and then we'll start talking, and he'll act like he had no idea. Who's 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 the lady? Is she still around, or is she gone? I don't know, man. I think it could just all be made up. Might be a prostitute. I don't know. Might be a... A mind, like a gypsy, crystal ball reader. Oh, you know those psychics? Yeah. With the, uh, She's like, you got big. It's like a front for the Armenian mob. You have big dreams, Feng Chao. Don't <laughs> bait Ask me again. <laughs> oh, man. She's well. like, well, what are your dreams, young man? <laughs> Ask me again. Make all the money. Fuck all the bitches this guy in the is, world. In a way, it's kind of selfish, in my opinion. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Chalman, what do you say? He's not. He's doesn't not, have altruistic uh, qualities. He's not leaving any money for anybody else. Not leaving any front no. hole for anybody else to take. He even, he wants your he wants your front holes. He wants my front holes. All my families. Yeah, which mom's front hole? Wants- my daughter. I talk like Wendy Williams now. My daughter. Yeah, that's true. You should. You actually should be pretty pissed. I'm upset. Ingram should have been pissed. He's a two year old daughter. Very true. Because he, I don't know if is he planning to wait till all of these people are legal. Or I mean, he, I think he's taking them as they come. Or is he still going with Chinese's uh, China's legal age, which I think is uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably where he got most of his dating experience. In is China. It China. He's like, I would like to. I would like to take out your nine year old. <laughs> 
Somebody asked him, I believe it was John Goings, who uh, gifted you the uh, crossbow toothpick. Fuck gun. yeah. You can shoot into a man's front hole if you're uh, accurate. Oh, yeah. Go right in there. It's if called you ever sa- see- sounding a front hole. If you ever see uh, Steve Seagal, you can shoot right through his kimono. Dude, we should go and buy a dildo and be like, so putting this in my wife's front hole. And I uh, just want to know, <laughs> how does this feel? It's a uh, politically correct man purchasing sex toys. <laughs> this is for my partner's front hole. Uh, <laughs> They're like, is this a man? Uh, and by the way, this isn't a penis. This is a non-gender specific <laughs> love rod. <laughs> um, but uh, John Goings asked uh, Feng Chow, "Are you? Does this mean you're closer to getting on the podcast?" He's further away. <laughs> After the conversation we had, he's further away. I can't trust him. The stuff he says is just not supported by the Danish O'Neill podcast. If he ever beats Bushman in an international episode of Star yeah. Search then I think he can get on. I still think Bushman would crush harder than him. A lot of people were also were talking about Norm MacDonald's recent controversy, and uh, they said all, somebody, I think it was John Goings as well, said all I know about Norm MacDonald is that Bushman kicked his ass on international Very Star true. Star. Very true. That show's actually pretty funny. I started watching it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to see eBay. Adam Egret On the show. You're like, Jesus Christ. Adam Egret is the co-host, comedy Pretty store crazy. talent coordinator, the man who no one thought could follow, the unfollowable Tom Morris, but Adam Egret somehow did the job. He pulled it off. Well, I should be hosting Norm MacDonald's show, okay? Steph's front hole. It's Cock. not putting out for me anymore, okay? I worked at T-Birds in Jacksonville, okay? I know a front hole. Had a million of them. Why do you think Ari Shafir's gay? I've seen his balls a million times. What he used used to brag to me. Here he's like 50 years old. Bragged to me about all the chicks he fucked. And he'd be like, the only person I've had more sex than Paulie Shore. I was like, yeah, I doubt that. He was like a huge star on MTV in the 90s. (laughs) And you're working at T-Birds? Not to mention, I've been in your car. It smelled worse than like 50 <laughs> wet dogs that have been lit on fire. Your car smelled so fucking bad that I almost puked. I have a hard time believing that uh, thousands of women got in there and fucked you. <laughs> well, they thought I was Tom Patty, okay? Oh, my God. Well, it's not just that. You got to do oral presentations. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine as a teacher? Oh, God, dude, that would be Mitzi the greatest. Mitzi sure told me that. Like, Him as a teacher. <laughs> It'd be great to take the great, all the, take like Tommy Morris. You got Dice teaching to help sex ed. <laughs> it's the, the comedy store high school. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Morris would teach. Polly Shore is the gym teacher. <laughs> Tommy hey, Morris would buddy. teach chemistry. Wow. What are you doing? <laughs> Get your Bunsen burners lit. Okay. We're going to dissect a frog. It's not just that, though. <laughs> Wait, what? what is it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? That presentation is gonna give me a tingle in my balls. Is that bo- what is it? Borine? Boron? 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 Where's your boron? Well, chlorophyll, more like borophyll, okay? <laughs> Mitzi said I was a chemist. An artist. <laughs> Mitzi built a chemistry lab. <laughs> it's all about Mitzi. <laughs> There's Mitzi's table of elements. <laughs> like, wait, what? See that? John Caparillo. This is Paul Mooney. PM. JC. John Caparillo. She called him campy. That's one of the elements. <laughs> like, wait, this has nothing to do with science. It doesn't. It's not just that, okay? You don't get it, okay? You get come out. in on Monday. Get the fuck out. 
throws throw people out of the class. <laughs> 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 what a piece of shit. I made Whitney Cummings' career, okay? Yeah, way you think she's working in a chemistry lab. <laughs> Here she is. Like that's she works her. for Dow Chemicals, okay? <laughs> he brings in like cardboard cutouts of these people. This guy's crazy. It's like, do you have any good chemistry students? <laughs> yeah, I got one right here. Crystal Leah. He's my surprise student. <laughs> like, what? Like, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Tom. Tom, are you listening? <laughs> Go to bed, <Beth> DSI. <laughs> hey, Tommy, you bet on that Conor McGregor fight? You should be. Yeah. Well, and use that bet code. D.O. 101. Conor McGregor. He's American. He's white. Okay? It's not just that. Well, oh, man. They do arm wrestling on there? In the UFC? Yeah. No, no I, I mean, not in the UFC. Yeah. Well, Dana just announced their <laughs> new arm wrestling division. Uh, I don't know if they do. Did you it's see, good. did you hear Tyron Woodley's awesome new rap song? Oh, dude, it's the pits. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. Drop I'm going to beat your ass. So he does stand-up? He does... What can he do? That's the question. He's well, Feng Chao. It, He's the Feng Chao of the mixed martial arts world. It really is what can he do, and that's fight. The rest of the other stuff, he's not doing well. <laughs> he's four kids. But you know what? He's front hole work. I'll four give him this. Kids. He doesn't have anxiety about trying it, so I got to give him credit for or that. public speaking, yeah. clearly. So, Yeah, he's a rapper. Wiz Khalifa. Uh, did I saw that. Him. I was like, what is he doing associated with it? But uh, he trains MMA. Oh, he does? Wiz Khalifa? I didn't know that. Oh, dude, uh, according to Jay Glazier, which I don't know if this is true, he said that uh, Wiz Khalifa could go pro. Why then again, I, But I saw him and Why I was like, he? I don't know. He still needs some work. He's tall as fuck. How tall? But he's he uh, really kind of gangly, yeah. He was, uh, he was sparring Sanche. Sanche. Who's Sanchez? He's like the greatest Muay Thai fighter in the world. I think he's going over to TriStar to do MMA. He's amazing. He only has one name. Is he Brazilian? He's this Thai kickboxer that's so fucking skilled. Like the shit he can do, it's just mind-boggling. How old is Wiz Khalifa? Uh, 30. I don't know. This gives me no information. He's got good face tats. Sanchez. Sanche. He's really thin. I saw him on an episode. He's 6'4". Yeah, he's like 170. Well, he's 31. He's, uh, I don't know if he's ready to make his pro debut. I saw some kicks. Wait, he's from North Dakota? Is he really? That's what it says here. It's where he was born. Wow. He's married to Amber Rose. They have like a baby or something. Yeah, he stuck his front hole in hers, and they. uh... Oh, did you see? He got like ridiculed because uh, he he let his kid take the bus to school. People are like, you're rich, man. You can't do anything right, by the way. This guy just wants to give his kid a normal life. Yeah, why not? What's so, And they're like, you're rich? Why don't you drive him to school? You fucking, fucking, they were just calling him names. And I was like, man, that is the shittiest thing. Here's a guy who lets his kid go to school on the bus instead of getting congratulated for it. Yeah, he was uh, he's military kid. Grew up, born in North Dakota. Lived in Germany, UK, Japan, and then settled in Pittsburgh. He's good at public speaking. So there you go. Oh, good. Is he on the show Deal or No Deal? What's, what's this about? Not that I feel like even reading that, but... All did, right, let's get did out you, of here. Did you, by the way, you see that Russian guy that attacked that rapper 6ix9ine on stage? Uh, it seems like 6ix9ine's always getting attacked. Yeah, he like hit him, and then they fucking start stomping his head in. Well, six nine. Uh, I forget which gang, but he like said that they weren't shit. So now this, that's Bloods or Crips, one of them, shows up to like every one of his shows. He's eventually going to get. 
uh, yeah. I think it's going to not end up well for 6 9 Dude, you're making money. Why don't you just fucking... He's a horrible rapper. To... Admittedly horrible rapper. He's like, I don't even try. He's like, I'm not great. So what do people go there to see? I think it's just like he's created this persona. Like, I... He has the colored hair, his face tats. I don't it's know. like, uh, who's that white dude that always, uh, you know what I'm talking about? That white rapper guy. He was great. He always, Snow? No, no. He had like the gold teeth. He's a real shitty guy. He used to hang out Big with. Big dog? No, no. <laughs> he was hanging out with like Action Bronson and stuff. Remember he had. Oh, Riff Raff? Riff Raff. That guy was He the wanted best. to be a pro wrestler. That guy was the best. The guy had the best persona. Terrible rapper. He, he alleges that, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's Seth Rogen's pal there? He's in all the movies with Pineapple Expert, James Franco. Yeah. He thinks he stole that. What was the movie? Oh, yeah. He did? He, 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 like, Spring Breakers. Yeah, he's like, he stole yeah. my persona. Which, he did. That was definitely riffraff. So there you go. All right. All right, everybody. Keep your front holes nice and cozy. We're just going to change the name of the podcast to DL 101. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to DL 101, okay? Professor Morris. We're going to talk about these guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. Boone Did I didn't treat them well, okay? Boone told Courtney she looks fat, okay? It's not just that. Courtney, if you're listening, you don't look fat. And don't Boone. answer this man's questions or don't, talk to him. Don't treat him like a human being. A lot of people make the mistake. Don't listen to him. I've seen people treat this man like a human, and I look at him. What are you doing? I treat him like a piece of trash. I was talking to Sandy Danto at uh, Mitzi's Memorial, and he came up, started with his horse shit on Sandy, and I said, excuse me, the adults are talking. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, oh, 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 Sandy, let's talk about click clackles. I said, get the fuck out of here. I'm talking. By the way, why was he at Mitzi's fucking? Mitzi didn't know him. If she did, she would have he fucking... He didn't know Mitzi. Get this man out of the building. He's a, he's a Harvey Weinstein. He's the homeless Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he really is. The comedy store. You better he's be more careful. of like a Kevin Spacey of the comedy store. You better be careful. <laughs> he's, the, he's the Kevin Spacey con man. What if he was the undoing of the place? <laughs> Some crazy lawsuit. Dude, sometimes I hear what people fucking... People get drunk and start yelling shit around there, and I got to walk away, man. People are getting, surprised that. It's getting a little crazy? Yeah, man. Wow. Can't be yelling the kind of shit people are yelling around there. Wow. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Oh, we got some big announcements coming up, so stay tuned. Yeah. Things are going to get exciting. Yeah. All right, guys.